This is Raul Velasquez and Vivian Velasquez. Welcome to the God, Money, and Sex podcast. Welcome to the God, Money, and Sex podcast. My name is Raul Velasquez, and I'm here with my beautiful hosts, Vivian, Vivian Velasquez. Well, it's been a busy week, and if you're watching us from Facebook Live, just comment below and let us know where you're watching us from. We always like to engage with the audience, and if you're not, just make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to YouTube, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to make sure you get notifications when we're on and when we're on live. So, babe, we have a, a full week today. What do you want to talk about? What's the topic for today? It's been a full week. It's been a full week, but it's been an amazing week. So um, there are so many topics that we could go back and forth on this podcast. But I think what we're going to talk about today was, could you change your partner? Could there be change if there's only one partner that's willing to make the change? So I don't know how you feel about that. You know, one of the common questions that we get is like, my partner doesn't want to change. Uh, I want to change. I want to grow, but my partner doesn't want to change. Uh, he doesn't want to grow or she doesn't want to grow. And I think that, you know, it's, it's a controversial question because it's like, I believe like, you know, this actually this today, do you know that today was the fourth year anniversary of the event that I put on that we put on in, in New York four years ago? Wow. That seems like a, it seems lifetime. Like a lifetime ago, right? Yeah. So four years ago, we had an event in New York City that we had over 150 people or something yeah. like that. And, yeah, yeah, and it was that. my first kind of like live seminar, my first time that I was actually, you know, in stage 90% of the time. Yes, I remember And I was that. just sharing with my guys this morning uh, and my clients that the, the guy who okay. showed up on that stage four years ago is not the same guy that shows up on the stage now. Yeah. It's not, it's not even the same, it's not even the same planet, right? So I was, I was joining this morning and I was thinking about what was the mindset at that moment? What was the mindset I was going through? And I think at the beginning, I wanted to change people. I wanted to help people. I wanted to help them grow. I wanted to help them uh, you know, stop suffering. I wanted to help them stop being in pain. And I had this kind of savior mentality. And I think that if you have a savior mentality, then you, are, you think that their change is your responsibility. That is your job to change people. And four years into this, four years later, realize that, shit, I can't change people. You can't change people. Like, it doesn't matter what we do, change is a choice. Yeah. And then, that, that is so right. Change is a choice. But I think the, um, the mistake that we make, especially in a relationship, in a partnership, is this. That we think that we are going to change the other person by telling them their faults. It's like, these are the things that you're doing wrong. You need to change this. And through our experience that we've been married almost 19 years, like what I've learned, it's like, I cannot change you. And you tried. I have. You tried many I times. Tried. And, and, and see, and the thing is that. And I, I think, think I'm, still try I'm still trying. And, and it's amazing to <laughs> see, like after all the things that we've gone through is like we see the patterns of I try to change you. I try to make you like do the things that I want to do. And you try to make me do the things that you want to do. And I think that's where the conflict is. Like yeah. if you don't love the, your partner enough to accept them the way it is. I mean, at the end of the day, it, it changes a choice. 
Yes. And then, you know, we go back to this idea that a relationship can't change. But I, I believe that you could change a relationship if you start changing yourself first. And I think that's kind of like what happened between you and I, because at the beginning, it's like you decided to grow and to make a change. Right. And when you were investing in yourself and you were doing all this like self-love and, and the self-growth, then it allowed me my space to say, like, OK, do I even want to change? Am I ready to change? And, you know, at the beginning, it was really uncomfortable because that you go through like this series of questions. And then when I really deep down, I'm like, OK, I'm ready to, to make a change, not on changing anybody else but myself. Then it allowed me the space to like, OK, what what part of me do I want to continue to grow? What part of me needs? But did you think that you needed to change? I mean, that, that's I think that's where the, the partnership goes south when I come home and I'm like, here goes, babe. You need to change because yeah. here's all the things that I think that is wrong with our relationship. And here's how you fix it. And I, I think the partner needs to have the awareness and be ready to listen to that. But I don't think that you, at that beginning, at, at that moment, like you didn't, didn't want to change. You didn't think that you need to change. No, especially if you come and you tell me, like, I think it's really difficult when you give someone, you know, and people think of like um, criti uh, positive criticism. And there I, is no positive I don't, criticism. I don't think it works for me. It's just, you know, like, I feel like, I feel hurt. You know, my feelings get hurt. And I just, the type of person that I, I was, is like, I'd rather just crawl underneath my little shell, crawl underneath my the, sh the bed sheets and just stay there and not think of growth because I feel like, oh my God, there's so many things that I need to change. When you start looking at things that you need to change, sometimes it's overwhelming, you know, especially if your husband or your wife or your partner is telling you of things that you need to change. I think it's like, it almost beats you down hmm. more than, than edifying the person. And I don't think that's the right approach. I think that in personal development, we see this time and time again that, you know, we feel that we're not good enough yeah and that we need to change and to be somebody else i mean the common yeah, feed, feedback that i get is like raul if i could be just you know like you guys if i could be you know doing what you do if i could have date night like and i said every time you compare yourself to me you're gonna lose yeah. like if, if i compare myself to others i'm always gonna lose because there's only one raul there's only one individual so part of the growth is stop comparing yourself to the people i stopped comparing relationship to other people yeah and i started realizing okay when there is an opportunity here and i can't save you you can't save me. And all I could do is lead <laughs> based on what I want to do. And the consistency behind it will either help the other person say, okay, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. Or I'm going to try. Or I'm going to show up. Yeah. But you're not, I mean, you're not going to change your partner. I mean, let's, let's just get, I mean, I think that's like the myth in relationships. If you're trying to change your partner, you're not in a relationship that is a, 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 a unconditional love yeah unconditional love means you love your partner the way he is the way she is you don't care if they change and if you can accept that at that moment yeah then you don't have unconditional love you have a what, what do you call that a trading love hoarding you you, you trade <laughs> love okay if you do this i'm gonna love you but if you don't do this i'm gonna love you yeah and i think that we play that game at the beginning in our relationship we play that like as long as you follow these rules yeah I ha you have my attention and it's crazy how like at the beginning like you fall in love with the person for like for me for instance like I love the fact that you were like so outgoing and, and talkative and and then it came to a point it's like can you shut up already like I can't <laughs> take any more of this like I'm done with you talking I'm done with you being so outgoing and so like 
um, such a people's person and I just wanted to be like left alone in my little corner and not talk to anybody and just do my own thing. And I think like, you know, that was one of the greatest things for me is like to realize like who I am has nothing to do with who you are. And then I started to expand on the person that I I always was. And then I just forgot, you know, it's like all of a sudden, like we feel like we have to collide and be one. But uh, but I think also for people to understand a little bit more of this, it's like you, it's like, you know, when people think, okay, I need to change. I mean, I wish I could change that. Like you don't have to change. You have to evolve. Yeah. And for it's, me, that was like expand. It's, it's not about expand. changing. It's not about yeah. like, I want to be somebody else. Can my partner change? Can I look, it's about, can you evolve? Can yeah. your partner evolve? Can you grow? Can you, can you yeah. think in a different way? I see, I, I see your evolution. I mean, I, four years ago when we had that event in New York City, I mean, uh -huh. I was a different man. You were a different woman. Yeah. And we've just been able to evolve through this year. So how yes. do you evolve? I think, you know, the, the one thing that, could, that, that comes to my mind right now is evolution only goes through when there is enough pain. Like, you know, when, when people think about how how do animals evolve into, you know, into different species? Like there was pain. I mean, if, <laughs> if an animal was, you know, winter came, the animals gonna evolve and grow hair, you yeah. know, and, and as human beings, we evolve, like where there is pain, where there's a need, we evolve. And I think this, if there's enough pain in the relationship, you either get out or you evolve and you change. Yes. And it's not necessarily change, changing you, is evolving, adapting to that change. And then almost it's like there was something already inside of you that just was never been brought up. But because you had such a difficult time or a difficult situation, then it's like, oh, it brings up a different side of you that was always there, but it just wasn't, you were not given access to that. But you need to embrace that pain. Yes. I mean, the one thing we that I know about pain. you is that you embrace that pain. The moment that I said, I'm gonna leave you the fuck alone, I'm yes. not gonna push you to change. Yes. I'm not gonna you know, come in with all these books. I'm just gonna leave you alone and I'm gonna do what I wanna do and what I need to do. Yeah. And then that's the moment that you start embracing your pain. And I was embracing my pain at that moment too. And I was evolving and using my pain. And one of the things that I talk about with my guys when I train them is adapt, adjust, and execute. We adapt to change. Yeah. Uh, we, we execute, we adjust what we do to make sure that we use all that pain and we turn it into fuel. And, yes. And, and I think sometimes in relationship, we turn that pain and we don't want to turn our pain into fuel, but I'd rather give you my pain. Mm -hmm. So I'm giving you my pain and I want you to deal with my pain. Yes. Knowing that I already have my own to deal with, like I don't want yours. Um, and and that's the, I think that's a good place to be sometimes, you know, like we we come away so much from like feeling the pain and, and not wanting to face the pain that, you know, like I see like my kids and I tell them, I'm like, I love you, but I can't protect you from mm -hmm. feeling what you need to feel because if not, I would be robbing you of the experience. I, I, that's, that's key right there because as parents, I mean, I see right now, like my, I, I see the pattern of me protecting my son and trying to protect my son from his experience, trying yeah, to protect my, my daughter. No. But you know, like this week they had finals, right? Yes. And then he was stressed out. And you know, Alejandro's stressed out. He wants to be a good kid. He wants yes. to have good grades. He and is. I told him, I said, I don't, I, I don't care about your grades. And yesterday he came, I don't know if he told you, but he said like, dad, I got a 77 in my test. He was disappointed. He was disappointed. Yes. And I said, you know, and I laughed because he knows my answer. I said, well, if you're disappointed, might as well get an F, right? If you don't, don't come around like moping around for a C. If you're going to fail, fail epic, you know, like, yeah. like fucking go all in. Yeah. Uh, but don't be disappointed because you got like, that's life. Life is not perfect. You're not always going to get A's. You're not always going to be the best. But if you learn, I mean, if you disappointed with a C, man, I said life 
It's gonna kick your ass. And then again, I'm like, it's okay for you to be disappointed. And then it's like, what is that disappointment gonna do? So what is that pain gonna do? Is it teaching you something? You know, like the pain of not having what you want. You know, for us, it was like the pain of not being where we wanted to be, the pain of not having the connection. But it's like, when we felt enough pain that we were like, okay, what can I do to make a change in this relationship? What can I do to make a change with, with my savior? What can I do to make a change in my body? You know, like if you start to get sick, whether you had your stomach pains or I had my stomach pains, it's like, what are we going to do? Are we just going to stay with the pain? It's pain. Pain is what drives evolution. Yes. So instead of thinking about change, think about how, what's the pain that I'm going through Mm -hmm. and how can I use this pain so it could fuel my evolution? Yes. And, and and unleashing that pain to somebody else is not going to help you grow. I think that's the opposite. And we had a situation yesterday. I mean, you just told me this morning about a little girl, right? She was she, she had some pain yesterday because we went out, went out in date night. Right. And what happened? Something happened. I don't know exactly what <laughs> happened, but I've, I've, we've shown our daughter to express her feelings and not to keep them in because we've done that in the past. You know, like there is not one good reason to just stuff your feelings because you feel like that, that time comes and you just blow up. It's not a good feeling. So she was feeling that she needed to let out whatever she was feeling. She was hurt. She was annoyed. She felt angry and, you know, like a rage just came out and she screamed at her grandma. And then she wanted to apologize for it because it was just, you know, at the moment she went back and she told us that she was sorry. And I don't really know what happened, but, you know, like the other person wouldn't take the apology. In this I think case, that's I mean, it's crazy what we do, right, is we condition our kids to shut up, to stuff their feelings. Yeah. And, and I get it. I mean, you know, I don't want to see the kids like being a brat and and... and and going around acting crazy, but I think that we. This need was to, a good time for her to yeah, express she felt her feelings. The pain, she yes. felt the rage, and then she just. And she felt the need to it, express it. It wasn't a, a useful way to express it. You know, I gotta admit that yelling at your grandmother. Is, uh, there needs to be is, respect. There needs to be respect, there needs yes. to be consequences. Yes. But at the same time, it's like, what's the other option? She keeps those feelings in. Yeah. She keeps on that grudge. She keeps on that, that negative, and she creates a story. And then that just, that, that is just a recipe for sickness there's a recipe for more animosity more uh negative energy and that just builds up builds up for the years mm-hmm. that it may not show up now but 10 years later she's gonna say well my grandmother said this or thought that yeah and i never let it out yeah so here's another thing that just comes to mind with that happens between you that has happened or sometimes happens between you and i it's like when i express my feelings when i express my anger when i spread my anxiety the the feedback that i get is not a good one Right. So then it's never a good one because if you yell at me, my primal stuff is going to yell. So we're going to start yelling at each other if we're both in that unconscious state. Yes. But there needs to be a safe place for us to really express what I'm feeling, because if I hold on to my feelings of what I was feeling towards you at that moment, it just continues to stack. And then you feel like the rejection and then resentment. And then you feel like this um, connection, the separation of uh, the connection that we once had. And then it's just more distant and more distant only because we didn't create the space for you to take what I was feeling at that moment. So we talk about clean the space, right? Yes. I mean, that's important. Like when I fuck up, I'm constantly cleaning my space. Yes. Like I don't, it's like my mother always told me that don't go to bed angry, right? Yeah, that's such I a never, good advice. I never understood why. I thought she just wanted me to just make up with my brother because we're always fighting. My brother and I were always fighting. Yeah. So, uh, you know, when we talk about cleaning your space, like we got to clean. I mean, it happens in business too. I mean, I have clients that... You know, I tell them I'm here for you, but if I fuck up or you think I fuck up, like I'll clean the space. Yeah. I just recently had conversations with some clients right now that, that we need to clean the space 
for misunderstandings, to make sure that we're on the same page. With my employees, I'm constantly cleaning the space. I'm constantly yes. saying, hey man, here's what I said, what did you hear, to make sure that there is a communication. Yes. In business, cleaning the space is probably the number one tool that I've used mm -hmm. to make sure that there is no misunderstanding. You verify, you clarify, you clean the space, you fuck up, you own it, you move forward. Yes, you move the responsibility. Forward. In, in relationships, I think like oh. you and I, is uh, we could be uh generous clean the space so much <laughs> but then <laughs> at the same time it feels so good like i just remember like a couple months back like i cleaned out my closet and you know you take so much clutter out you take so many things that you don't need out and then when you like sit back and you look at it you're like oh my gosh this feels so good there is space for something new there's space yeah. for you know some a new anything that's that's productive and that's beautiful that needs to come in but um we rarely take the time to take the responsibility and say like you know what babe there was something that I need to clean the space with you on. There was something that I said that was harsh that I didn't mean. Or there was something that I called you or I thought out, you know, whatever it was. And we really rarely take the time mm -hmm. to do that, whether it's with your partner or whether it's with your kids. Sometimes as as mom, like I, I feel like I say some things or I do something that I'm not, I mean, I'm not I mean, being aware of what I'm even saying. Even, even when we talk about, you know, whatever we're talking in Facebook and we talk about in, in this podcast, sometimes like we're just giving you our insight. I mean, yes. don't, don't take what we do and say like, this is the Bible or this is like, I should follow this. Like this is, we're human. We're going to fuck up. Yes. And my intention every single time that I speak is like, you know, can I speak life? Can I speak life? Can I inspire? Can I yes. give people some of my experiences so they don't go through the same pain that I went through? But at the same time, I'm not going to save you. I want you to go through that experience because that's what yes. I learned. The Raul that was four years ago yes. was the savior, Raul. The yeah. one that wanted to save people, wanted to have people change. And I thought I had the power to help people change. The Raul that stands on the stages now and does... And, and does what he does is the one, that's, the, heart. And the one that says, I'm not here to, I'm not going to change for you. I can't induce that change. You need to ch want to change. Yes, it's a choice. If you want it bad enough, you will evolve. If I want you to evolve more than you want to evolve, then we're going to both lose because yeah. that's the saving mentality. And yeah. the way I think about it, a leader inspires other people to evolve. And as in a marriage, a husband and wife, we're both leaders. Our kids are the ones who are evolving. So if they're watching us, how do we communicate? How do we clean the space? How do yeah. we deal with our own shit? Yeah. We will evolve. That's right. I love that. We so, will. So just to give this, the listeners a little insight. So then one is clean the space. Two, unconditional love. If you want your partner to change, you need to evolve first. Yes. And three, if you can love your partner the way that he is or she is right now, you need to question that relationship. And then I also think like four. <laughs> I mean, we could go on with the list, but don't think of change just think of like how can you expand a better version of yourself mm. because change sometimes is to me the word change is like it has so much um thinking of like such work that needs mm. to happen and for me like i'm you know that lazy person that doesn't really want to do a lot of change but better is like well, how can i expand the the best parts of who i am and that's what i think has happened with me this past couple of months is like there were so many great parts of me there's so many great parts of you like how can i expand how can i make that better how can we make that grow evolution evolution i and love, I love your word. evolution i love your evolution babe i love yours so thank you for watching thank you for uh listening uh, i want to give a shout out to some of the guys who are here jorge we got alex we got sonia we got john we got Nelito, we got oh, joel yay. gerard william we got a lot of guys here so thank you for watching danny joel lilia uh, make sure you go to our podcast uh, in iTunes, go to YouTube, go to Facebook, and follow us everywhere except for the bedroom. 
keep that private. <laughs> Learn it. Live it. Experience, experience it. it. Love life. <laughs>